السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل لقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما ألمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما ألمتنا وزدنا إلما All praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O Allah, we beseech Thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala that we continue with Surah Nur chapter number 24 and verse number 23 is our starting point. To recap yesterday's lesson, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informed us, Ya ayyuhalladzina amanu, O you who believe, La tattabi'u khutuwati shaitan, Do not follow in the footsteps of the shaitan. We explain to you, Shaitan can be in human form and jinn form, And remember anyone who invites and calls towards vices, sins and evil, They are shaitan. And they collude with one another, and they make beautiful speeches to deceive the people. All this is enshrined in a noble Quran. Shayatin al insi wal jinni yuhi baadhum ila baadin zukhruf al qauli ghurura. There they embellish their speech, they master orate oratory, and then they deceive the people. And you can see, therefore, today, the democracy and all these man-made satanic systems are not working. People are rebelling and revolting against it. Likewise, we should not be following our base desires. And what majority of the people say most of the time, Remember, Almighty Allah has warned us, if you follow society, you will go astray. وَإِن أَكْثَرَ مَنْ فِي الْأَرْضِ سَبِيلِ People who follow the shaitan and the agents of shaitan, and there's no shortage of them today. People's names today have Muslims' name, but remember they are shaitan in human form. Whosoever follows in the footsteps of the shaitan, فَإِنَّهُ يَأْمُرُ بِالْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ So this shaitan, he commands you the obscene and indecent things, والمنكر, and those things that are unjust. So Almighty Allah is teaching us. Today look at the escort agencies, the casinos, the alcohol, the bars. All these are dens of shaitan as far as Muslims are concerned. 
and remember the riba and interest. So all these type of things are the network of shaitan. In the name of freedom, people are getting rich, the rich are getting richer, and the poor are getting poorer. That is the direct result of modern-day capitalism. So all my Allah states, some of you, you cast allegations, accusations against Siddiq Atubintu Siddiq. The father is Siddiq, very truthful. And the daughter, Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, one of the greatest ladies of Islam. So, walawla fadlullahi alaykum wa rahmatu. Had it not been the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah, ma zaka minkum min ahadin abada, then none of you should be purified at all. Remember, these verses were not revealed when this incident took place, as we will explain. وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ يُزَكِّهِ مَنْ And Almighty Allah purifies whomsoever He wishes. So we find those who were the true Sahaba, like Hazrat Mistah radiallahu an, Hassan bin Thabit radiallahu an, Hazrat Hamna bin Tijash, they were the ones who were guilty of also casting allegations against the purity, chastity of Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, and they were lashed also, 80 lashes each. So Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is teaching us all these lessons. But the Munafikin remember that many of them were not lashed, but Allah did not purify them. For them, they land up in the worst, worst place in Jahannam and the hellfire. Innal munafiqeen fi darkil asfali minanar. For them is the lowest, lowest layer of Jahannam. Allah forbid of the hellfire. Wallahu Sami'un Alim. Almighty Allah is all hearing and all knowing. We find the next verse when Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an, he would sponsor so many people who were near and dear people, dear and near and dear in family ties, or they were poverty, in poverty and destitute. So they were really poor and destitute. So Mistah radiallahu anhu was one of them. Hassan bin Thabit radiallahu anhu was one of them. So some of them were his family members. So he took an oath. I am sponsoring you and yet you went and cast allegations, accusations against my daughter. Wallahi, I will not sponsor you in future. Almighty Allah says, no, do not let your emotions get the better of you. وَلَا يَعْتَلِ أُلُوا مِنْكُمْ وَسَاتِ That those of you who have been given the grace and wealth and ample wealth, you should not take an oath that you will not sponsor. So, يَعْتَلِ Not take an oath that أَيُّؤْتُوا أُلُوا الْقُرْبَى In giving the family, the poor family, well and well masakin, those poor and destitute, well muhajirin fi sabil illah, those who are migrated in a part of Allah, well ya'fu wal yasfahu, forgive and overlook. So he said, Abakar Siddiq radiallahu anhu then started continuing spending on them and he paid kafara, the penalty of feeding ten poor people, ten poor Muslims. Allah tuhibbuna ayyaghfir Allahu lakum. Do you not love that all Allah must forgive you? He said, Abakar announced, Wallahi, ahabbu ayyaghfir Allahu li. I love all Allah must forgive me. Mention in Bukhari Sharif, Wallahu ghafoorur rahim. And verily all Allah is of forgiving, very, very merciful. 
The lesson we deduce from here is many a time. People hurt us so much. But remember that we also committed so many vices and sins. So therefore, let us keep a big magnanimous heart and forgive them. And then all Allah will forgive us even more and more all the time. So this ka zarf bara ho, Allah in kubara bana deta The person who is magnanimous, all Allah jalla wa Allah will make him elevate his rank and status. Today's lesson, Surah 24, Surah Nur, verses number 23 and 24. We need to recap that incident. Remember Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam in the fifth year of the Hijrah went for Ghazwa e Bani Mustalak. This Ghazwa is called Bani Mustalak or it is called Muraisi. So that is the place and so forth. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam and Sahaba were returning. Siddiqa said Aisha radiallahu anha where they camped, she had to go and relieve herself and there she lost a necklace. Once before when she lost a necklace, subhanallah the ayat of tayammum were revealed. To see the second time this necklace belonged to her sister, so she was concerned she went to look for it. In that the caravan, the people thought that Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha is in that hodaj. Hodaj means that you know the covering and no male could see them. And she was very young, very light, so they carried on. And they did not realize that Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha is not there. Nevertheless, now when they came to the next place, then remember Safwan radiallahu anhu wal mu'akharatul jaysh. They used to keep one person right at the back, and that person used to pick up that what was what fallen from the Muslims. Now he saw Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha, he recognized her because he saw her before the laws of hijab. One way he started saying, Inna lillahi wa inna ilirajihun. And then he lowered his camel, and Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha said, and then he brought Sayyida Aisha. Whole way he was busy with zikr inna lillah. But the munafikin and hypocrites, they saw this opportunity, Allah forbid, and they made their accusations, wild allegations. Something happened between Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha, Sayyidina Safwan bin Mu'attal radiallahu an. Then some Muslims, from them the two men were Hassan bin Thabit radiallahu an, the Sha'ir poet of Nabi alayhi sallallahu salam, Mistah radiallahu an, both these are Badri Sahaba who participated in the Battle of Badr. On the other side, the female among Sahabiyat was Hamna bin Tejash. Zainab bin Tejash is the wife, honorable spouse of Nabi sallallahu sallam, her sister, Hamna radiallahu anha. So she also made these type of accusations, Allah forbid. Now when they reach Madinah Munawwara, Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha is totally unmindful of this, unaware, totally. And remember, but she does perceive that that love and compassion which Nabi alayhi salatu salam would have with her, that was lacking. So now she wasn't feeling so well also because she saw something now it don't seem right. Anyway, she and Umme Mistah, the mother of Mistah, in those days they would go outside to relieve themselves. And she tripped over her abaya like, and she then cursed like her son Mistah. 
Then Hazrat Aisha said, How can you curse your son? He's badri and he's got this virtue. She said, Oh Aisha, don't you know my son and them are the ones making these allegations against you? Now she realized that is why Nabi Salam was not so compassionate and kind and so forth, meaning that it was not like normal. So all this happened. Then she came and Nabi Salam told her, Oh Aisha, if something happened, make tawbah, speak the truth. Nothing happened and all Matya Allah, Jalla wa Allah will exonerate you. She said, Allah knows I am totally innocent, and so forth. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now, making mashura with the sahaba radiallahu anh. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anh, he said that you can divorce and separate from her. Allah will give you somebody else. And other sahaba said that no, you should keep her, and so forth. So all this happened. And now the wahi, she, Siddiqa, Sayyida Aisha, took for me permission from Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi went to her parents' house, and Nabi, alayhi granted the permission. She told Sayyidina Bakr, O father, answer on my behalf. They said, what must we answer? She spoke to her beloved mother, Ummah Ruman, answer, he said, what must we say? She's crying, her parents are crying, 30 days had passed, can you imagine? No wahi came. What a big trial. A test for Mother Aisha. Siddiqa bin to Siddiq. This is Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha's trial. She knew definitely Allah will exonerate her, prove her innocence. But she says, I didn't realize. Almighty Allah will reveal verses, Surah Nur, verses 11 to 26. All are directly or indirectly related to Waqiyah if this is the big accusation and lie and fabrication against our mother Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Thereafter, she said, for sabrun jameel, people, you won't believe me. I will just make sabr like how Aba Yusuf, the father of Yusuf alayhi salatu salam, she even forgot Yaqub alayhi salam's name. So she said, Aba Yusuf, Nabi Yusuf alayhi salam's father, Nabi Yaqub alayhi salam made sabr. I also will make sabr. Wallahu al-musta'anu ala tasifun. And Allah's assistance is sought for against what you, the people, are accusing me. Lo and behold, when these ayats came, Abshiriya Aisha, glad tidings, Allah exonerated you. So imagine that these people, the Sahaba, they were whipped and lashed 80 lashes. Hamna radiallahu anha, Hassan bin Thabit radiallahu anha, and Mistah radiallahu anha, they made tawbah. Remember, these verses were not revealed when they committed this mistake and sin, but Allah forgave them. And now if somebody does it, then this is what awaits that person. So we need to understand everything in the proper context. Thus, rank and status of Aisha Siddiqa Umm al-Mu'mineen was elevated after this incident. And we also need to know, look for our cross-reference and see when Almighty Allah spoke of our mothers, sisters, daughters, the Ummah, Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse number 4, I'm reading it, there Almighty Allah states, وَالَّذِينَ يَرْمُونَ الْمُحْسَنَاتِ and those men who cast accusation of fornication adultery against those women who are pure and chaste, 
ثم لم يأتوا بأربعة شهداء then they do not produce four male witnesses فجلدوهم ثمانين جلدا then you lash and whip them eighty lashes ولا تقبلوا لهم شهادة أبدا and their testimony in future will never be accepted وأولئك هم الفاسقون and they are the ones who are the transgressors they are the ones that are the sinners so it shows that all Matthew Allah Jalla wa Allah has spoken of this but when people cast these type of accusations, allegations against the honorable spouses and wives of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then this verse here is applicable. So therefore we need to understand the differences. The first verse was for the ordinary women of this ummah, our daughters, our sisters, our mothers and grandmothers and so forth. But remember, for the wives of Nabi alayhi salam, then it is Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse 23. Inna verily those people, the men, for example, the Munafikin, Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul and them, Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul was not punished. Because Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam received wahi, he will not bring iman and he'll be dispatched straight to Jahannam and the hellfire forever and ever. Innal munafiqina fi darkil asfali minanar. And he always had his excuses and false oaths and so forth. Yalmunal muhsanatil ghafilatil mu'minat. See the words here Almighty Allah is using to show the wives of Nabi alayhi salam, the honorable spouses, the ummahatul mu'mineen, yea, in this text and context, referring to Siddiqa, bintu Siddiq, Sayyida Aisha, ummal mu'mineen, radiyallahu anha. Verily those people, the men, yarmoon al-muhsanat, who cast the allegation of adultery and fornication, Allah forbid, but in this case, adultery, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, يَرْمُونَ muhsanat Against the pure and chaste woman. Now see the extra words Allah uses. In Surah 24 and verse number 4, there these words are not used. الْغَابُحْسَنَاتِ الْغَافِلَاتِ They, the wives of Nabi alayhi salatu salam, are so pure and chaste, غَافِلَاتِ that this type of thoughts and this type of inclination does not even enter their mind. They are totally unaware, unmindful of this type of haram activity. Subhanallah. So when you have a wife who's pure and chaste, she will not even think of committing a crime like that, let alone go in that direction, Allah forbid. So ghafilat ye in the meaning of unmindful, unaware. And even after the incident, still she was unaware, Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha. After a few days, this incident was known to all the people, majority of them in Medina. She, Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha, went, as mentioned Bukhari and various Hadith kitabs, with Umme Mista, and she'd relieve herself. And then Umme Mista related the story, and she defended Mista as well. Nevertheless, غَافِلَاتِ mu'minat. So they are the ladies, this type of napak, impure thoughts do not even enter their pure, pure hearts and minds. And the mu'minat, they are believers. 
Allah Jalla Wala calls them believers. But the Shia Kafir says, No, our mother Siddiqa is out of the fall of Islam. Sayyidina Abu Bakr is out of the fall of Islam. Sayyidina Umar is out of the fall of Islam. Sayyidina Usman is out of the fall of Islam. They took the best of the best and placed them out of the fall of Islam. Therefore, O Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, you must rise to the occasion. Tahafuz and Namus Sahaba first or wajib here to protect the integrity and the rank and status of these Sahaba and all the Sahaba is compulsory and therefore on that point alone we rule that the Shias are non-Muslims and out of the fall of Islam. When they attack Sayyidina, Umar, Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an, they rejecting Surah 9 verse 40. When they are passed this type of judgments against Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu an, then and Sayyidina Hafsa radiallahu an, then they are rejecting these verses here. So that Allah called them the true, true believers. And remember that they are the ones who are cursing them. So all this are clear-cut, explicit evidence that are stacked against the Shias. So these honorable wives of Nabi alayhi salam are pure and chaste. They are muhsanatil ghafilatil mu'minat. Three attributes are used. Number one, they are pure and chaste. Second one, they are unmindful, unaware. Me and you, when we commit a vice and a sin, we make intention, we plot, we plan it, then we execute it, implement it. Allah forbid, Allah forbid. So in their minds and thoughts and heart, these type of things don't even occur. And ghafilatil mu'minat, and they are true, true believers. The best ladies of this ummah and females are the honorable wives of Nabi alayhi salatu salam. Ya nisa an nabi, lastunna kahadim min an nisa. You are not like the women, the other women of this ummah. So they are the best of the best. Those people who made these accusations, allegations, lu'inu fid dunya wal akhirah, they are cursed in this world and they are cursed in the year after. Now you say that Hamna, Hamna bin Tijahsh radiallahu anha and Hassan bin Thabit and Mistah radiallahu anhum for all of them, they are cursed. No, they are not cursed, Allah forbid, because these ayats were revealed subsequent to the incident. Yes, they were punished in this world, 80 lashes that happened, and we agreed to that. Munafikin, some of them got punished, some didn't get punished in different ways. So some of them made Tawbah, became Muslim and so forth. So Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah is always forgiving, but remember that some of them, like Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul, Almighty Allah told us about him, Walladhi tawalla kibrahu minhum, the one who took the burden of being the protagonist and the main player in this from them, from the munafikin, lahu adabun azim. For him is a horrible, grievous penalty, punishment. Surah number 24, verse number 11. So Almighty Allah has spoken of him already. And for all these people who are munafikin, who only paid lip service, but in their hearts there was nothing of the kalima and iman they will be in the lowest lowest layer of jahannam 
لُعِنُوا فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ عَظِيمٌ And for them is a terrible, painful punishment. Here I need to discuss about five topics. Number one, this could happen that a Nabi's wife is non-Muslim in the past. For example, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala tells us about Nu alayhi salatu salam's wife, Lut alayhi salatu salam's wife, that they were non-Muslim and that could happen and that was jayis. Almighty Allah says, Kafaru mura'ata nuhi wa mura'ata lut. Surah 66, Surah Tahrim, verse number 10. Kanata tahta abadaini min ibadina salihain. And remember that they were under our servants, meaning pious people, and Nabi Lut alayhi salam, Nabi Nuh alayhi salam, Nabi Lut alayhi salam. Fakhanatahuma. But they were disloyal. For disloyal means they committed kufr. فَلَمْ يُغْنِيَا أَنُمَا مِنَ اللَّهِ شَيْئًا وَقِيلَ دُخُلَ النَّارَ مَدَّاخِلِينَ And they dispatched to Jahannam. Surah 66 verse 10. So first issue, in those days it happened some Anbiya married non-Muslim women and those non-Muslim women landed up in Jahannam and the hellfire forever because they're non-Muslim and that is mentioned in the Quran Kareem. Second one, فَخَانَتَاهُمَا Being disloyal does not mean zina. Remember that Abdullah bin Abbas made the statement, Ma bagat Never does a Nabi's wife commit any fornication, adultery, before marriage, after marriage, and so forth, because they all are pure and chaste. So yes, their belief might be corrupted, but no zina. So therefore, you don't translate in this text, here, Surah 66, verse 10, فَخَانَتَ Omar they committed zina, Allah forbid. No, you say that they committed kufr. So that is the correct translation, they committed blasphemy. Third one regarding Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha, radiallahu anha, Almighty Allah revealed these 16 verses of Surah Nur from Surah, in Surah 24, verses 11 to 26. So this elevates the rank of Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha and of Sayyidah Abu Bakr radiallahu anha. Therefore, Usaid bin Hudayr said that ma hiya bi awwal barikatukum ya ala Abu Bakrin. O Abu Bakr Siddiq, that your daughter, twice it happened and twice ayats got revealed. So the barakat is carrying on in you the blessing and your family. And the last one, remember today, Shia or anybody else, makes the statement that our mother Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha committed this crime. Wallahi, I have Quran in my hands that such a person is kafir out of the fall of Islam and remember he will land up in Jahannam and the hellfire forever and ever and ever. We must protect the integrity of the wives of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the companions of Nabi alayhi wasallam, and all the Sahaba. Allah announced, radiyallahu anhum wa an wa kullahu wa adallahu al-husna in different places. Allah is pleased with them. They please with Almighty Allah for all of them is Jannatul Firdaus may Almighty Allah Jalla Wala make our khatima and ending on Iman wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbi